0: Hey friends, welcome back to Fearless Fridays, where I share short excerpts from fearless, ordinary women of the Bible who dare to do extraordinary things. This is my second Bible study, and you can purchase it at angela.denadio.com or anywhere you find books. You can also download a free chapter on Priscilla right there at my website. I'll also take you behind the scenes here on some of my adventures and ministry experiences and things God is saying to me throughout the week. And I'll introduce you to some of my fearless friends who are making their life matter for the kingdom. Today, we look back at Rahab, one of the most fearless women in the Bible. Her life points us to grace. Grace is the undoing of something old and the unfolding of something new. It is the awareness that God picks us up out of the rubble and leads us to safety, It is the realization that God longs to save us, redeem us, and use us. It is the promise that we will no longer remain paralyzed by our past, but we will walk fearlessly into all that lies ahead. As the men disappeared into the darkness, Rahab dared to make a choice that changed history. However, her swift action was followed by silence. Waiting is never easy, especially when your life is hanging in the balance. While Rahab patiently held on to faith, God put pieces in place on the other side of the wall. Look at our story again in Joshua 2 verse 22. When they left, they went to the hills and stayed there three days, that's the spies, until the pursuers had searched all along the road and returned without finding them. Then the two men started back. They went down out of the hills forded the river and came to Joshua, son of Nun, and told him everything that had happened to them. They said to Joshua, The Lord has surely given the whole land into our hands. All the people are melting in fear because of us. In the days that followed, God prepared the Israelites for the colossal task ahead. As they carried the Ark of the Covenant, signifying the presence of God, God miraculously parted the waters of the Jordan River, enabling them to cross over on dry land. As they set up memorial stones to commemorate the moment, God asked them to renew their commitment through circumcision. And as they near Jericho, God gave them the battle plan. Joshua 6 verse 2 says, Then the Lord said to Joshua, See, I have delivered Jericho into your hands, along with its king and its fighting men. March around the city once with all the armed men. Do this for six days. Have seven priests carry trumpet of ram's horns in front of the ark. And on the seventh day, march around the city seven times with the priests blowing the trumpets. When you hear them sound a long blast on the trumpets, have the whole army give a loud shout. Then the wall of the city wall will collapse and the army will go up everyone straight in. For six consecutive days, the Israelite army meticulously followed God's orders and marched around the walls of Jericho by day and camping by night. Maybe you remember the Sunday school song about Joshua fought the battle of Jericho. Well, it wasn't just Joshua. It was all of the Israelites. Don't you wonder what the inhabitants of Jericho thought? After all, this is unlike any military approach anyone had ever seen. With bated breath and barred gates, a city hunkered in fear, except Rahab how her heart must have leapt at the sound of footsteps finally breaking through the quiet night air. She too had been preparing. She was determined to leave all right, and she wasn't leaving alone. Although we aren't privy to the conversations that took place between her and her family, just imagine the intense discussion. Lean in as she describes in vivid detail the night the spies visited her home. Listen closely as she pleads with them to trust her with their lives. Love her for her fearless tenacity that persuades every member of her family to follow her to freedom. Because of her obedience and willingness to stand out, her home became a sanctuary for the deliverance of her entire family daybreak announced the dawn of the seventh day and the Israelite army began to circle the city of Jericho, not once, not twice, but seven times. And on the seventh time around, Joshua commanded the army, shout for the Lord has given you the city, the city and all that is in it are to be devoted to the Lord. Only Rahab the prostitute and all who are with her in her house shall be spared because she hid the spies we sent. As trumpet blasts and thunderous shouts split the sky, Rahab held fast to her mother's arm. It was all happening so fast. The deafening roar of a city under siege, the whoosh of the men running past her, and in mere seconds, the wall around her collapsed into rubble. She squeezed her eyes shut and struggled to take a breath in the billowing dust. Rahab! In an instant, she knew their voices, and she knew she was safe. So the young men who had done the spying went in and brought out Rahab, her father and mother, her brother and sisters, and all who belonged to her. They brought out her entire family and put them in a place outside the camp of Israel. Then they burned the whole city and everything in it. But they put the silver and gold and the articles of bronze and iron into the treasury of the Lord's house. But Joshua spared Rahab the prostitute with her family and all belonged to her because she had hid the men Joshua had sent as spies to Jericho, and she lives among the Israelites to this day. What a powerful ending to this part of the story. While everything she knew crumbled around her, Rahab stood strong. The seemingly ordinary woman distinguished herself through her extraordinary kindness and faith. She lied for the spies, protected the spies, and left with the spies. Faith enabled her to turn away from the lure of her culture and turn toward a life of purpose. She is the antithesis of Lot's wife, a woman caught in a similar situation who didn't want to leave. Genesis 19 shares a story of Sodom and Gomorrah, a wicked city destined for destruction, just like Jericho. Because of Lot's relationship with Abraham, angelic messengers warned him and his family about the impending devastation. Despite a merciful offer of escape, Lot hesitated. Verse 16 says, When he hesitated, the men grasped his hand and the hands of his wife and of his two daughters and led them safely out of the city, for the Lord was merciful to them. And as soon as they had brought them out, one of them said, Flee for your lives. Don't look back and don't stop anywhere in the plain. Flee to the mountains or you will be swept away. By the time Lot reached Zoar, the sun had risen over the land. Then the Lord rained down burning sulfur on Sodom and Gomorrah from the Lord out of the heavens. Thus he overthrew those cities and the entire plain, destroying all those who lived in the cities and also the vegetation of the land. But Lot's wife looked back. And she became a pillar of salt. These two women stand in stark contrast with one another, each a signpost to us today. One couldn't escape her past, and one refused to be defined by it. Lot's wife serves as a reminder of the dangers we face when we hold on to sin, or refuse to let go of the things that keep us in bondage. The last thing the enemy wants is for us to stand strong and fearlessly follow God. He wields three powerful weapons to keep us from moving forward in our calling. Shame keeps us imprisoned by our former choices or lifestyle. Insecurity tempts us to doubt ourselves or God's faithfulness. And anxiety entices us to look backwards out of fear of the future. Any of these missiles could have easily derailed Rahab's destiny, yet she disarmed each attack as she placed her faith in God. She was liberated from her past and freed to step into her future. Rahab's life points us to grace. Grace is the undoing of something old and the unfolding of something new. It is the awareness that God picks us up out of the rubble and leads us to safety. It is the realization that God longs to save us, redeem us, and use us. It is the promise that we will no longer remain paralyzed by our past, but we will walk fearlessly into all that lies ahead. And if we look closely enough, we might just trace Rahab's footsteps. Her story didn't end in the outskirts of a camp, it had only just begun. Sometimes, no, most times, God's plans don't look anything like ours. This nail biter of a rescue story was God's design all along. He isn't the tiniest bit intimidated by sin, and he chose a woman who wasn't the tiniest bit intimidated by her circumstances. Rahab committed herself to the Israelites before she gained possession of the land. She identified with them when they had nothing but God. She stayed strong while they scrapped every plausible military strategy to implement a plan completely contingent on faith. Her actions became a catalyst that changed the lives of many, and God rewarded her by engrafting her into the Jewish nation. Matthew chapter 1 tells us that she was adopted into the faith as the first Gentile convert. She became the wife of Salmon and the mother of Boaz, which puts her in direct lineage to Jesus. Rahab, praised throughout Scripture for her fearless faith, is last mentioned in Hebrews chapter 11. It contains a list of some of the most remarkable men and women of the Bible, Abraham and Moses, Joseph, Moses' parents, and David, just to name a few. And there, taking her place alongside other ordinary heroes who dared to do extraordinary things, is Rahab. Hebrews 11 verse 31 says, By faith, the prostitute Rahab, because she welcomed the spies, was not killed with those who were disobedient." Friends, this is what happens when God intersects our story with grace. Thank you for listening to Fearless Fridays. Make sure you check out the Make Life Matter podcast each week where I sit down with compelling voices and leaders in our generation that help us to ground our worth in the word instead of the narrative of the world. You can also find me on the Charisma News podcast where I share one story well told and truth that matters.